You're listening to the HR Happy Hour Show with hosts Steve Bowes and Trish McFarlane. Since 2009, the HR Happy Hour Show has been bringing you thought leaders, workplace and technology experts, academics, and more to take on the most important and interesting topics impacting work, human resources, technology, and the workplace. Learn more and listen to all the show archives at www.hrhappyhour.net. Hey, it's the HR Happy Hour. We're back. It is great to be back after a couple weeks, a little hiatus from the Happy Hour show. My name is Steve Bose. This is HR Happy Hour 212, recording live from the Cornerstone Convergence 2015 conference uh, in Los Angeles. I, I almost forgot where I was for a second. I was like, <laughs> I'm sure you had trouble. It'll do it to you. <laughs> I know it's been been bouncing around a little bit, but uh, I mean it's in, uh, in lovely Los Angeles. It's been great events so far. Cornerstone puts on a fantastic event. We'll sure we'll is. talk before we're, we're done. We'll talk a little bit about last night's uh, uh, festivities, which were were quite quite spectacular. And I wasn't sure that the Poison concert from 2014 could be topped, but I think maybe it was. It was a it very good very event good. last night very with uh, at the Shrine Auditorium with uh, Lenny Kravitz. That was a lot of fun. So. Uh, great to be here at the Cornerstone event. My name's Steve Bowes, of course. Uh, Trish McFarlane on assignment out in, the, out in the UK this week. She'll be back uh, soon, hopefully on the next show next week. And uh, so we'll, we'll say hi to her and we'll see her soon. And uh, let's get right to it. I'm at the Cornerstone event. I'm joined by a couple of fantastic guests. I have Jason Corsello, VP of Corporate Strategy from Cornerstone On Demand. Jason, what's up? How are you? Steve, it's great to be here. Uh, thanks for coming. It's been a fun event and uh, we're not done yet. We're, we're no. almost done, but uh, it's been fun so far. Yeah, it's been, it's been a fantastic event. Jason looking good, rocking the very classy <laughs> pocket square. This, awesome. is, this could be the most stylish this yeah. could be the most stylish HR happy hour uh, we've had forever. Not just because of Jason, but our other guest, Denise Domian, from yes. VP of HR from Bonton Stores. Yes. Uh, and featured, as we speak, featured on the Bonton <laughs> Style blog, which I'm going to get, I'm going to put this link out in the show notes, oh, by the awesome. way. This is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Good timing. Huh? Blog.bonton.com. And you, from the desk of Denise, you can see everything Denise is into fashion, style, design, rock climbing. Uh, her favorite band is in here. This is a really cool uh, uh, piece uh, on that wow. on that site. So I'm excited. They did a great job putting it together too. Denise, so, uh, so thanks for being. Thanks for doing this. It's great. It's tell us a, tell us a little bit uh, about you, and then we'll uh, we'll get started. I'll talk to you. Uh, you know, so I've been with the company for 17 years, and you know, a lot a lot of people you know may not really know who Bonton Stores is. We're kind of a you know a, a diamond in the rough, I mm-hmm. guess. Um, we are a regional department store, and we're based primarily in the north, and we have 275 stores, um, I always say from Maine to Montana. Right. Um, and uh, so I head up human resources. I've been with the company for 17 years, and um, I started actually in accounting, which is always kind of interesting. I always like to throw that out there to tell people that, you know, when you're in retail, you frequently have started somewhere else. Right. Um, and when you're in HR, you frequently have started somewhere <laughs> right. else, right? So I started in accounting and worked for a record store retailer called Camelot Music for sure. those millennials. I feel like I remember that name. For those millennials, yeah. a record is like a disc that plays music. <laughs> um, so I worked for them and, you know, it, you know, an industry that's even gone now. Yeah. It's kind of sad. And 
loved retail but knew that I didn't want to stay in accounting. So then I went into uh, store management because I like the people part. And then um, was approached to go into HR when I started with um, Elder Bierman at that time, 17 years ago. And then a year later, I was in human resources and been there ever since. Wow. Love it. Great. Uh, I started in accounting myself way back when, right? Yeah. Debits and credits. And yeah. My favorite thing ever. It does help, though. I love the know? T account. Like, that, I, once I yeah. realized how that worked, like, just the, the left side and the I right side. I haven't thought about the T, the T account, account in a long time. That was yeah. a breakthrough. <laughs> That's awesome. So, great. Denise, great to have you here. Thank you. It's good to be here. Denise has uh, sta- got the best glasses, I think, also in the history of HR you know, Happy Hour Show. My husband <laughs> said to me, They're quite we, were, we were in Iowa. Um, my daughter competes in rock climbing. We were in Iowa in this person stopped me and said I love your glasses and then like an hour later somebody stopped me and said I love your glasses (laughs) he said oh it must be people in Iowa love your glasses I said actually people tell me that at least once a day I get it they're cool thank you <laughs> you might not be able. You'll be bouncing into walls. So Denise, great to have you here, Thank Jason. You. Real quick, so what's happening with Cornerstone? Lots of announcements this week. Lots of new developments. Yeah. This is a really exciting stuff around big data and insights. A so really huge week what, for Cornerstone. Um, a lot of uh, kind of years of effort that kind of showed its face uh, this week. So we announced really two big things. First is our insight solution, which is essentially big data. Our approach to big data. So being able to do predictive analytics on all of the data that flows through Cornerstone. So uh, we have 20 million users. We've got a ton of things that have happened in our system. Performance reviews, training, recruiting happens through our system. So what we now have the ability to do is take that data and provide insights to our clients. So one of the things that we announced and showed yesterday is essentially our first insight around compliance risk. Mm. So through the data flows through our system, we can now do things like being able to predict who's going to be out of compliance, who's going to be a flight risk who are the best managers or the recruiters within your organization. Amazing stuff. It almost flips talent management upside down in terms of being able to tell the users, tell the managers, tell the HR team essentially what they want to know at the end of the day. Right. So that was one of the biggest announcements. The other big announcement was what we call Cornerstone Edge, which is essentially our entry into platform as a service. One of the things that we've seen over the last few years, um, it's not even even the last few years, but our clients want to do different things, amazing things with their deployment of Cornerstone. They want to flex the system. They want their own user experience. Mm-hmm. They want they have their own unique workflows. And so what Platform as a Service enables our clients to do is extend Cornerstone to be able to build on top of Cornerstone if they have a unique solution that they sure. want to deliver to their employees. So it's very unique in terms of my view. I mean, you know this market just as, as, as well as I do or even better than I do. But... Um, no one is doing this in, in the marketplace today. Uh, so we think this is unique to Cornerstone to really enable our clients to kind of do whatever they want with Cornerstone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's exciting. I, I'm particularly interested in, in uh, the big data stuff because while lots it's of... It's our accounting background. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people are sort of playing in that space, yeah. but compliance risk in particular, I find really interesting because... Like, I don't know anybody who's talking about that. Right. And that's, like, really important, right? It like, really who's, a, who's going to be the person who's going to screw up? Ah, screw up, man, that's the right way. But, you know, yeah. Yeah. We, were, we were talking about that a little yesterday. Like, uh, um, you know, the effects of the, of the bad hire. Yeah. Like the toxic hire, toxic like hire. Oh, yeah. Yeah. being able, yeah, yeah. The um, uh, Max Simcock when he was talking about this, right. uh, the I forget the term he used for the termination uh, uh, for for uh, involuntary terminations, but of uh, 
toxic nature, like yeah. they stole something right, or they embezzled right. or they harassed somebody. Yeah. Like if you could just get ahead of, of understanding who's more likely to end up in that scenario, you'd be so far ahead it of the game. So it's amazing what quite the data exciting. can yeah. tell you. And even uh, doing different things with being able to do training, being able to pull it in versus a lot of times people think, oh, you know, if people are going to be at risk of compliance, let's just push out the course a week. What the data actually tells you is if you pull it in and do it on a certain time based right. on the, the network effect of the data, you're going to have a greater response and reduce that risk that you have. So it's, yeah. you know, we, we, we did this in part through the acquisition with Evolve, which right. Max came through. And the, the, the capabilities of that team is absolutely amazing. I mean, the things that they can produce yeah, and, uh, that you wouldn't even think about. Uh, I mean, data tells an amazing story. Yeah, so I think there were two, for me, there were two highlights of, of yesterday's set of presentations that I attended. One was, was Max talking about what's going on with insights and, and big data. And a little shameless plug for me, for my event, Max will be uh, on our analytics panel this year awesome. at HR Tech, talking with some of the other folks in the industry, mm-hmm. and really the, the best thinkers, quite frankly, in our industry around HR analytics, all assembled together. Holger from Constellation is going to run that for me, and uh, that's going to be exciting. And secondly was Denise, your presentation. Ah, so Denise you. presented yesterday Yay. to a group, a, a small group of Appreciate sort of that. analyst media members. And Denise from Bond, SVP of HR from Bonton Stores, who we had never met. We knew yeah. we were doing the podcast today, yeah. but we hadn't met yeah. prior to the presentation. <laughs> it had been a long day of presentations. And, and the first thing, essentially, out of Denise's mouth when she takes the podium is she takes a shot at me. <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> out of nowhere. I thought this is either going to go Good well or I'm going to I was like, whoa, I think I heard my name just mentioned. So Denise, a big part of the story why you sort of took that yes. shot at me was we were talking about company culture and how maybe I'm sort of tired of talking about it which is not really completely true but yeah. sort of true I guess but uh, I'd love for you to share a little bit more about the story at Bonton and, yeah. and specifically how sort of you've attacked if, you, if that's the right word right. sort of culture at Bonton and what you're yeah, doing there. sure sure so, you know, I, I talked a little bit, just to, to give you a little bit of background story, is that our company has acquired, has grown through acquisition. And, um, you know, we had in two short su- successions, um, two, we, Bonton had acquired two organizations and, and essentially doubled their size and then tripled their size um, between 2003 and 2006. And then we went into the economic downturn of 2008, right? And then we had um, three CEOs in four years. And within that time frame, we actually moved our corporate offices from York, Pennsylvania to Milwaukee, Wisconsin. We still have dual corporate offices, really, but... You know, the the buying offices and planning are all in Milwaukee and advertising, and that kind of, you know, drives the organization. So, you know, just a lot of change. And we really, when we we did that, we spent so much time putting the companies together, we forgot to really tell people who we wanted to be. Mm -hmm. Like, who were we going to be? We... We didn't do a good job telling our customers, right. and we didn't do a good job telling our associates. And obviously, I'm not on the customer side. I'm on the associate side. So in 2012, I went to our CEO at the time, Brendan Hoffman, and I said, we've got, we got a problem here. I mean, things, you know, I'm walking down the hall, and people aren't even saying hello. Yeah, I, mean, that, it, I thought when you mentioned that, that was it, such an interesting observation, yeah. like, of... of Symptomatic heads, of, a, heads of a bigger down, problem, right? Heads yeah. down, not you know, just you know, not a lot of, not a lot of fun being had, mm-hmm. quite frankly. And uh, and I realized that we hadn't really kind of branded our culture. And so I thought it was really important that we start telling people who we wanted to be. So we did a, a, a survey ourselves internally, which 
It was a lot of work, and I, I told Cornerstone. <laughs> easy, right? I told Cornerstone, if you want to look for a new solution, you know, come work with us, and we'll talk to you about, you know, how to put out surveys and, and engagement surveys <laughs> and get the data. Again, data. Right. Um, and we took the data and we looked at it and combed through it and said, what is it telling us? And from that, we I formed. Um, we went out and we sought out um, committee members that were across the organization. So it wasn't just an HR project. It really became, you know, a total company project, predominantly corporate at that time. Did it tell you what you expected? It did. It did. Okay. I, I will say there weren't a lot of surprises. Um, you know, there were some really good things. That, from it, and there were some things that you know weren't so good. Right. We weren't collaborating well. Mm -hmm. That was something that we were very siloed. Each department was kind of working on their own, and we weren't really um, collaborating. And that was in there, and I wasn't really surprised about that. One of the really good things that came out of it, though, was that people said they loved what they did. They loved the work that they did. Um, you know, they felt really energized by what they did. So. You know, after we got the data together, we said we need to kind of start telling people what we want to be, and, and we developed this credo that is um, Bonton, where integrity, innovation, uh, collaboration, <laughs> and passion are always in fashion. <laughs> I love and, that. And you know, when, when when we came up with it, we said it sounds kind of Copacabana-y, right? Yeah. Copa, yeah. I think the, the, sort of the younger staff members might not have got might that not reference, that. right? The yeah, Copacabana right. reference? Right. So they can look I it knew up. it, though. They can sadly. look it up. They yeah. can, you know, yeah. they have, have it at their fingertips. And so, um, but we liked that. It was kind of fun. You know, it, it added an element of fun and not too serious. Right. You know, department stores are really serious. That's surprising to me. You mentioned yeah. this yesterday as well. Like, it's supposed to be fun, right? It is supposed to be, to be fun. fun and fun and happy. That's like reminding people, like, I mean, most people like to go shopping yeah. and get things, right? I would think, right? Yeah, right I do. Right. Yeah. And, and we kind of forget that it's not rocket science. It's not brain surgery. It's just fashion. Right. Yeah. And so we like kind of the element of fun that that brought. And, and we kept it to four to keep it simple so sure. that people could remember it. And so integrity is is really kind of all-encompassing, right? We want people to be honest. We want people to have respect. And we want, you know, we kind of thought, well, we're missing customer service, and that's important. But what we, you know, really realized was, you know, if you're giving good customer service, isn't that integrity? Right. You know, aren't you showing your integrity by giving service that you yourself would expect? And yeah. we kind of told people, like, what do we mean by all of that? And, um... So that's that was our credo, and and you might I think a lot of people might say, okay, great, you came up with the brand, right? Wonderful, you know, but um, we also added um, action items to it. So it's in, integrity, walk the talk, innovation, dare to try, collaboration, succeed together, and passion, love what you do, and kind of then began to put activities and things around that. Well, and I think that's the interesting... There's a lot of parts of the story that are interesting, and uh, uh, I think that that's the part also, I think, that resonates, I think, well with people and, and makes the story kind of compelling as well. It's, it's You sort of did what lots of companies do, which is, all right, well, let's figure out what the problem is. Let's ask around. Let's mm -hmm. maybe survey, and let's yeah. identify some things. And, 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 and even if... even Often, it's easy just to kind of pay lip service to those things and not actually translate those into sort of demonstrable... Uh, uh, actions or programs, right. and you told a really good story 
uh, about uh, the benefits of, of focusing on collaboration, right? From the, when you described, uh, maybe tell us that story a little yeah. bit about some, some process improvements that directly resulted from your increased focus on, hey, let's, let's work together. Uh, right, on right, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, one of the things that um, we did, we started off right away kind of like looking at Cornerstone and saying, we've got this really great tool here. And we had just, um, we started with Cornerstone in 2012, so the timing was great. Right. Um, and we kind of added our page, we branded our pages around these four, we call them elements. Um, and, um, and then we used kind of universal profile of like, get to know your neighbor, right? right? You know, so get to know your neighbor, build your profile, tell them what you like, what's of interest to you. And also at the same time, tell us, you know, what are your career interests? You know, what are your past skills that we can then use that for our succession planning? Um, and so that was kind of one of our things on collaboration. Mm -hmm. um, and the other was kind of the connect community and um, having these communities that you could form based on, it could be fun things. Like we have like a biggest loser for people who are interested sure. in losing weight and health and um, and then we have things that are more business related, such as um, one of the things identified in our survey was um, our sample management process was really kind of tedious and broken. And uh, For folks who don't know, including myself, tell, yeah. what, what does that mean? What does sample so management uh, mean? When a retailer um, buys something, they get a sample of it okay. from the vendor and then they take pictures of it. So, you know, photograph it for... Um, print ad and also for, for e-commerce, okay. so online, so that you can sell it online. And so you have to really take two, two pictures, <laughs> okay. two, two photographs, and you think, okay, well, that's simple enough, right? Well, the photograph for print is very different from the photograph for web. Okay. And so uh, we realized through, through this process that we, through the survey actually, that, that we were not managing it right. We were getting the print ad done first and the e-commerce done second and we really needed to switch those because you want to get it online much sure. quicker um, because we were getting it on slower and it was almost ready for markdown by the time you get it on the, oh, you know, okay. the, so you're losing that that selling time right and um so you know we we put together again a committee to focus on this sample management process and you think you know how big is that well you know, we, we realized that it could add about seven, easily $7 million in sales to the top line just wow. because we'd be getting things online sooner when the price is Yeah, is, and that's, that's such higher. a great story. Let me just do a quick reset. This is the HR Happy Hour. My name is Steve Bose. I'm joined by uh, Jason Corsello Denise, from Cornerstone On Demand, Denise Domian. Senior Vice President. I think I dropped the senior when That's I interned okay. before. So. I am not fussy By the way, I, I, I was very clear that you're yeah. the Senior Vice President yeah. of Human Resources from the Bonton Stores. We're live in LA at Cornerstone Convergence uh, Conference 2015. But, but that's such a great story, Denise, and I, I, I took notes about it yesterday as well because it, it's so sounds so simple, but yet the effects to which and the results to the company, not only on the top line improvement in revenue, but right. also just making people feel better about what they're doing. Oh, like, yeah. So, so whoever, whoever that person or persons were, right, that probably spent many, many months or maybe even years going like, oh, this is not up on the web yet. What's going right, on? You know, right. like these, what are they doing over there, those right. dummies, now that they have, maybe they weren't saying that, I'm sort of, make, I made that part up, I think. Well, you know, the other thing is that those samples sit in the buyer's offices too. 
So they were also being bombarded with all these samples taking up their office space. <laughs> wow. So centralizing it, we pulled it out and moved it to a central room. Okay. And so it was also something that gave them a better workspace. Yeah. It had many different aspects to it. Yeah, that's really that's really fascinating. Uh, yeah. So Bonton uh, has been around for hundred plus seventeen years, years. Um, and and it's kind of complicated because each of those nameplates um, we mm -hmm. have seven nameplates. Right. And, you know, they're um, Bonton, Bergner's, uh, Boston Store, um, Herberger's, Yonkers, um, Elder Beerman, and Carson Perry Scott. Right, okay. So, so I, know, I, have, I have to do it on my hand because I can't remember them and all. And there's not, 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 not to knock any one. of these stores, or, but those are not necessarily the names that fly right off the tongue, some of yeah, them. Yeah, Carson Perry yeah. Scott. There you yeah. try that one. Say that real yeah. fast. Um, but, you know, we... Um, uh, so, what was I saying about the, the seven? Keeping the names. I oh, think so we kept the nameplates yeah. because the the customers really identified with them. And um, some of our nameplates are Carson Perry Scott is actually more than 150 years old. Yeah. Wow! So it's been in business more than 150 years. So each of them have been in business a certain amount of time. But Bonton specifically was started by the Grumbacher family in York, Pennsylvania. Wow! Over 170. Yeah, years ago. I, 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 we had, I was a Bonton shopper for a while in Rochester, New York. And, yeah. Uh, I seem to remember hey. the store. I mentioned that I have this Bonton store. When I, when, when I saw you from the Bonton, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm my one Bonton store. It's not even that good a story, but like, I remember having this. Uh, for, I don't know what had happened. Like years in the past, right? I had this like uh, return some item to the Bonton, right? Like yeah. in 1997 or something like that, and I had this Bonton store credit, and like that was issued to me, like on paper, right? Uh -huh. and, and for some reason. I don't know what, just my idiocy or just you're busy and you forget. Like, this Bonton store credit was never redeemed. Like, it, it just years and years and years later. And I, I was, like, moving a couple of years ago and just packing up the last box. And, like, I've got to, like, throw out some stuff. And I, this is, like, I, and I found it, basically. I found oh the Bonton gosh. store credit from, like, issued, like, you know, December 29th. That's 1997. So yeah. Like, I'm trying to think, oh, what, if I, what if this is still good? <laughs> you know, like 17, <laughs> 17, 17 years later. Yeah. No, I don't know what to do with it. Yeah. yeah I have to, uh, maybe I'll bring it, uh, bring it to York someday and oh, yeah, uh, see if I can go. get it redeemed. There but, you um, go. <laughs> they'll look at you like, what? What? Yeah. No Why? Where have you been the last 17 years? What are you doing? Crazy. So, uh, <laughs> but no, that's kind of an interesting, you know, the idea of let's keep the the traditional names intact, let's keep the brand. I imagine the branding yeah. and the look and feel of those places. Do, it gets complicated. Do, do the employees also appreciate that? Do they sort of identify with they do. that? I think know, they really do because, you know, if you think about um, some of them, like Herberger's was actually at one time um, an employee-owned company. So for them to keep their name is super important. Mm -hmm. And, you know, certainly there are other larger retailers who I will remain nameless for right. the moment right. um, that chose not to do that. And I, and I so certainly understand why, and we all understand why. Um, but each of those names means a lot there to that There are software community. companies that do that too. <laughs> yeah, I know. Each of those names mean a lot to that community. And, and we don't really have one nameplate that stands out I think if we did, we may think about it differently. Mm -hmm. But you know, we're in very small towns sometimes, Paducah, Kentucky, right. and for them, you know, th that name means something right. to them in the community, and we chose thing. to stay yeah. with it. Yeah, it's complicated at times because you know sometimes people say, "Oh, I don't know of your company," and I'll say, "Well, where do you live?" And they'll say, 
you know, um, right. yeah, I live in Iowa, and I'll say, oh, well, that's Yonkers. And they'll say, oh, Yonkers, <laughs> I know. Oh, I think, did I forget Yonkers earlier? Um, I, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll go back and check the, okay. check oh. the tape. And um, But, yeah, um, so it gets complicated, and, and certainly from the marketing perspective, we, we basically have... And all seven nameplates have their own website. Oh, interesting. They all look the same, but, you know, the, the name at the top yeah. is different. Yeah. So. Yeah, and then the e-commerce side, and we're sort of a little yeah. out in the weeds now. Does that work all separately as well? Or yeah. is it one unified kind of Well, you know, it, it has, it, they each have a, um, a URL that is, yeah. you know, the nameplate. Okay. And, but it kind of directs to the same place and just the name yeah. at the oh, top still okay. says... Okay. The nameplate. So if you go to yonkers.com, yeah. right? You, you I know. I don't want to be careful. We've gone too far down this rat hole. This is the HR happy hour show. I know. Not the, I know. Not the supply chain yeah. fulfillment happy hour. Yeah. I, I've often it's, joked though. Everybody asks me that question about the nameplate. Yeah, so. I, I've often joked though that there's no equivalent one of these for like uh, that, I'm, that I'm aware of. There's no supply chain happy right. hour show, <laughs> as far as I can tell. I've never. That's because HR is I know, special. I've never found it. So. So back to HR though, Denise. So you, it's a big operation. Two hundred. I think I wrote it down. Two hundred plus. Two hundred seventy-five stores. But how many total associates? Twenty-six thousand associates. Yeah. High volume, high turnover, probably in retail. Like you what, know, what's kind of the one, two, or three things that are you know when you come in on a Monday morning? What are the two or three things that are sort of you're dealing with as running HR for such a big organization across the country? Wow, that's a big question. All right. What, <laughs> all right. So. <laughs> Is it the style blog? Yeah, yeah this yeah, is the HR right? I know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I work with my team. I've got great people. So obviously, um, you know, what they're doing is super important. And I try and make sure that I lend strategy to what they do. Right. right? And, um, you know, a lot of what I do is work with the business partners and work with my team to make sure that we're directing ourselves based on the solutions that those business partners need. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, trying to be out in front of what are the opportunities within the organization, um, you know, that we need to look at. You mentioned turnover. You know, our turnover as a company for retailers is fairly low. It's mm. less than 50%. It's wow. 44, which for retailers is quite good. And our average tenure mm-hmm. for all for all associates, including those um, that are on the selling floor, which is where your mm-hmm. highest turnover, is eight years. Wow. So we... You know, are really fortunate that we don't have some of the same issues in turnover. But like one of the places we actually have a little bit higher turnover is, is in cosmetics. Mm. So I'm going to use that as an example of you know where we've been really working with the business partners to say what can we do to really retain these people a little bit better. You'd think they would, you know, they're the high, higher paid because they get commission and okay. they sell and and all those things, but it's also a person that a lot of people are in demand, right? Across all other retailers. Um, And so, you know, that's a perfect example of where we're really focusing with a business partner on strategy of what can we do to make better retention and are we giving them all the tools they need and are we doing everything we should do? And I imagine then, you know, sort of dovetail back to some of the technology things we talked about at the top and what you guys are doing at Cornerstone involving predictive and and data. I mean, I got to believe that's those kinds of problems, if not, you know, soon soon enough that you'll be able to, to, to look back and lean back on your your technology solution to help you totally, understand how to attack those totally problems. Totally geeked out on the insight part. Yeah. I mean... It's amazing. So the, the uh, through the acquisition, um, Evolve had a, a product called Selection, mm. which essentially can predict who's going to be the best hires. Right. And what they've found is, is that through the technology, they can almost predict not only 
who's going to be a better hire, but how long they're going to stay at the organization, and even simple things like are they going to show up on time yeah. for retail. I mean, huge things mm-hmm. that have a huge impact on their business. So it's very tactical, but um, I mean, through, and this is all through the data that flows through the system and understanding the, the candidates that are coming through the door. Yeah, and I think I think there's going to be a huge uh, opportunity for uh, companies like Bonton and Denise who have got, say, learning and uh, tenure history, performance mm-hmm. history, learning history, whatever, you, you know, having that all in one place, even compensation history if you're using that. I'm not, I don't know everything you're using there, but... Like I think there's a big advantage that you talked about a little bit yesterday as well that that I have got all the really important data I need Instead to understand. Instead of going to a data warehouse, yeah, you know, exactly. That's what, what I'm getting at. Right? I'm saying so it in a bad way, but bringing yeah. in data from lots of other sources and mm-hmm. trying to get it together because that's yeah. that's almost half the battle, right? In many of these projects, this is the future. I mean, you know, we've all been talking about cloud the last ten years or so. I think yeah. the next wave is all about the data, right? Yeah. Because you know, vendors like Cornerstone. We are a multi-tenant vendor, meaning we have all of this insights from across all of our clients. Now we can render information not only for the organization like Bonton, but also rolling up whether it's industry-related data or data across all of our That's clients to really pro- awesome. provide amazing insights. It's it's fascinating. I mean, I, I see our data scientists all the time and the stuff that they're working on. I'm amazed. I mean, they, they talk a different language. Yeah, yeah. And it's always hard to kind of understand, but it, it's fascinating stuff that they're working yeah, on. Yeah, that's completely the, the, the next most interesting thing, right? As you said, yes, we right. sort of moved beyond talking about deployment and how, you know, that was fun for a while and maybe yeah. interesting to some, but now it's, let's forget that. We don't need to talk about that anymore, thank God. Yeah. And we can talk about actually things that are going to drive direct value to folks like Denise who are trying to help her organization meet their objectives, right? Whether it's getting the right people at the cosmetics counter or Mm -hmm. getting people to work better together, right, to solve uh, issues in the supply chain or or whatever the issues are. Yeah, and and what Jason said about, you know, having kind of industry-wide information is something, too, that, you know, even if you have your own, that's great, and, and, and that's information that is certainly applicable, but getting, uh, you know, if there's any way that you can get a purview as to what's happening in other retailers or other organizations out there with data, that's yeah, super. Awesome. I mean, I'm, yeah. No, I'm, I'm excited. excited so it's great. It's a great story. Lots of interesting things happening here at Cornerstones. I love the Bonton story, of course. Thank Denise you. told me, yeah. senior vice president. I didn't, I didn't put you to sleep. That was good. No, Denise killed I, I tell you, I, I, I totally blew me away yesterday. <laughs> Steve Bose is here, and uh, he doesn't really want to talk about culture. But he, like, it, it bores him. I had to look back. I'm writing so much stuff these days. I had to go look back at what you were referring to, and it was just a few days ago. But it was, it was actually, it was about culture, right? It was about, it re- was. Back, about rehiring. Rehiring yeah. the wrong person. That's what the post was about. Yeah. Um, but the, uh, it was fascinating. So it was, um, uh, it was. You definitely like woke me up because yeah. it's good to get called on things. Because I, you know, every so often you got like, oh, did I say that? Yeah, <laughs> right. right. But the story for another time, Denise. Maybe we'll have you come back on the show because I actually did a whole presentation uh, of given a couple times. Uh, so with the culture and strategy things you mentioned, yeah. Aikido, that was my hang-up, right? We're, if we talk too much about yeah. culture, we yeah. forget about strategy. So, of course, I had to dumb it down for my sensibilities. So I made a triangle, and, and mm-hmm. then I turned it into rock, paper, scissors. 
So it's basically Perhaps. culture, strategy, talent, right? Yeah. Talent is the third. Yeah. Sort of which is which? Which is the rock? Yeah. Which is the... Pick? Well, they're all... They're, I mean, you well, can't... You know, none of them all. ever actually ever win, there right? Yeah, that was it. That was the whole... Just, yeah, that was the whole which gimmick. comes first and... You can't like win with just one. You right. you know, you can't just pick one and so win. there's a brand uh, right there. Rock, paper, scissors. Rock, there paper, you go. scissors. It's a fascinating like it. presentation. Yeah. I can I can come to Milwaukee and, and give it to the... Love it. To the folks at Bond. When you come in. Don't, don't come in well, February. Milwaukee's a great town. It's cold. I love the ballpark there. The yeah. new baseball game there. Oh, you've been there. Yeah. yeah it is. Park, it's, yeah. It, again, it's a little diamond in the rough. It's kind of like a mini Chicago. Yeah. I, yeah. Just, I just had we, Milwaukee. I really like on, it a lot. Uh, Best place to, I've ever lived, to be I, honest. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. It's been good. You need to get out a little more. I know. <laughs> I know what I'm saying. No, nice Take a vibe. shot at Milwaukee, but uh, yeah, I know. No, I'm going to come I back. I like visiting other places. I'm going to come back. So uh, okay, Denise, good. this come was a huge fun. Thank yeah, you so much, Denise Doby and SVP. Bonton Stores Inc. Check out blog.bonton.com yeah, to learn more yeah. about Denise. We're going to get that link out in the show notes. <laughs> it's fascinating. I love. I love having like. HR executives on the show. I do. Because we talk to you guys. Corsello, I'm not knocking we're, you. We're we, we, we talk to you guys a lot on the yeah. show. It's great to have real HR executives Thank on the show. So, yeah, but Jason, great uh, event. Thanks so much yeah, for having us. Really thanks for uh, helping us arrange the show. And, yeah. uh, thanks for being here. I mean, this has been a fun event for us. It, every year we try to raise the bar. You know, last night we had Lenny yeah. Kravitz. How you're gonna, like, which was I a know, great time. I know. We didn't really talk about much, but Lenny Kravitz concert last night was fantastic. Was really good, good time. I and mean, we talk about culture. And you know, this is an shine. event that showcases our culture and we like to have fun. Yeah. We work hard, we play hard, but it was a, a really great event. I mean, one of the things, and I'll, I'll, I know we're about, uh, getting tough on time here, but uh, one of the big themes of our conference was realizing your potential. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so we like to, to really showcase that in our event and, and, um, uh, you know, and our employees, we see it all the time that, that they have an opportunity to really showcase what they're doing. We do that at this event. You know, we have fun. We we uh, we work hard, but um, really fun event. Great to have you guys. Yeah, and, it's um, been super time. Uh, tough to, to figure out what we do next year, but I'm I know. I don't know how your, your events team is got is going to be hard at work because <laughs> the bar keeps getting set higher and higher. So, but super time. Uh, thanks, Jason. Thanks everybody at Cornerstone. Thanks, Denise, thanks so much. Thank you. My new favorite store in the world, All Bonton right. Stores. Whoa, you got to use that credit now. I know. I, and now I have a reason. Now I'm yeah. going to go back yeah, and please, say, please shop. I should have brought it with me. I should have planned ahead because I could have had you like notarize it at the bottom or something. That would have given me. Yeah, 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 okay. Give him, give him a new polo shirt or whatever it was. Yeah, so uh, awesome. So thanks so much, Denise. So that's it. Thanks to everyone from the Nature Happy Hour Show. We will see you next time. Uh, and uh, take care. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the HR Happy Hour Show, your source for information and conversation on work, the workplace, technology, and more. Learn more and listen to all the show archives at www.hrhappyhour.net.